And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. You are listening to the Patriot Pastors Podcast, where we talk about today's issues from a pastor's perspective, as well as calling America back to the faith of our fathers. Without God, democracy will not and cannot long endure. We ever forget that we're one nation under God, then we will be a nation gone under. Here's your host, Wade Lentz and Harold Smith. Well, Wade, I just saw where a round of storms went through uh, Mississippi, Arkansas, Oklahoma. As a two-time tornado survivor, you okay? We are good. Good. No, No tornadoes this time. No tornadoes this time. But my soul, it is cold now. We went from summer to winter in one night. It's crazy. I had to pull out my old flannel shirt this morning. Well, I was getting all excited about gardening, and now they're saying frost tonight. (laughs) Yeah. I'm thinking, what? what?" So Right. It's still within the realm of possibility, but to go from 70 to 32, that's quite a temp swing. It is. It is. Mm. That's why so many people are sick. Well, how about this? Have you heard that they had the Oscars last week? Oscars. Is that the uh, the Sesame Street character? No, or the what, bologna what sandwich, Oscar oh, Meyer. Oh, Oscar Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I heard about the Oscars. I heard about what happened at the Oscars. I could say that. It was a slap that was heard around the world. Yeah. Well, who won Best Picture? I, I can't tell you. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> Who cares? That's that's kind of uh, what we want to talk about today. Yeah, and really. Really, why should you care? You know, when when we talked about what we wanted to cover, I mean, for a couple of weeks, we've been batting ideas around back and forth. And when this happened, you and I both kind of shared the same opinion. Who cares? You know, mm-hmm. and yeah. what I saw and, and well, I mean, I've always seen it, but as I began to see it happening, it just kind of brought a a deeper problem to my attention. And that's that Christians often have unhealthy fascinations. I mean, they just get, they get involved in things that the world's involved in. And you just have to ask yourself, Christian, why do you care? I mean, Mm -hmm. you experience the same thing. Oh yeah, definitely. And and about this uh, incident that happened at the Oscars, one good thing that came out of it that I can rejoice about is the memes that have been made. I have made a few myself. (laughs) So, but, uh, yeah, there, there is this, uh, unhealthy fascination with, with many things. And one of those things is Hollywood and what Hollywood produces, the movies. Um, my goodness, the amount of money that they bring in is astronomically high, but especially within those who are Christians who support uh, yeah. Ungodly things for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you talk about Hollywood in general, I, I keep going back to the fact that all of these celebrities that we see are some of the most vile God hating people 
um, that have none of our values that actually detest us as people. They hate us as conservative right. Christians. Um, they would like to be rid of us. You know, they want nothing mm-hmm. to do with our kind. And yet it seems to me the Christians keep feeding the hand, uh, you know, feeding the dog that bites them. Right. And, and right. they keep sticking their hand out to a group of people that hate them and they fund them. And I think when we when we actively support Hollywood as Christians, we're actually supporting the enemy. And I, I don't want to sound like a 1950s fundamentalist that says I hate, you know, movies and you shouldn't sure. watch TV. But at the same time, those men were right about some things. Yes. And mainly yes. that it's overall, it's not good. It's not right. good to be this way. Yeah. Not healthy at all. And, you know, if I, I'm not a big movie person, I, I really never have been. Me neither. Uh, there are some folks that are just, they love movies. They love, you know, the latest movies. I've never been that type of a guy. I just, that's just not me. But so if, if Hollywood is expecting to make money off of me, they're, they're not. Yeah. Um, but there are several folks that, um, will support Hollywood and the the thing is, is that they have crossed such a line here lately, right? That my goodness, when are you going to wake up and see that they hate you? They hate America. They hate God, and you keep on feeding this monster. Yeah. And at what point are you going to uh, separate yourself from that? That that's the issue that we want to talk about. Why is this fascination? Why are you so fascinated with evil? Why are you so fascinated with perversion? All of those things, you have to look inwardly. Why? Yeah. And I, th- I think that's the really the premise of this episode. And for something that uh, if we can cause others to, to look inwardly, uh, to see why there is, they have to see that latest movie, to, to see that you know latest blockbuster. Uh, I was... I was coming back from vacation last week. It was spring break here in Arkansas. My wife's a school teacher. So we took off for a few days together while she was off work and we were driving back home. And I, I, I can't help it. When I drive past a church, I have to look at it. Mm-hmm. I have to look at the sign. I have to look at the building. I have to see if it's looks like it's in good shape or in disrepair, if it's even open, if it's for sale. You sound like a know. pastor just being a preacher. You do that too, Wade. Yes. All the time. Absolutely. I noticed several uh, church signs were advertising movie night. So it would say movie night and would give a date and it would give a different movie title. Now I'd, I don't, re- the, the title didn't resonate with me. Cause I'm like you, I don't watch movies. I, I don't watch network television either. Mm-hmm. I'm very selective about what I receive media wise. I don't watch network news where I'm not a, I'm not a Fox news junkie. Right. Uh, I, I pick my news and, and the sources of my news, but it just struck me that Hollywood is making movies and the actors oppose God. They, they, they hate God. They hate his people. They hate morality. Even if the actor in this particular movie is portraying a good guy in real life, he's rotten. Right. And for churches to advertise on their sign, come watch these wicked, perverse people with us in the church. And we'll try to, I don't know, I'm assuming they're going to try to make some kind of correlation from the movie mm-hmm. to the Christian life. And I'm like, my stars, we've got a book for this. Yeah. Right. You know, uh, right. Is our book so bad that we have to go to the movies? Exactly. And, and I, mean, right. I just, and Christians are numb to it. And I, I think I'm hoping what our podcast will do 
is not just make people mad and well, you're a bunch of old, you know, movie hating preachers. Mm-hmm. I'm really hoping it'll cause some people to think, you know what? I have an unhealthy fascination. Yes. Hollywood. Yes. Yeah. No, no doubt. And you know, um, Hollywood is one of many unhealthy fascinations that we as Americans have American Christians have with, uh, certain things in society. One that has really risen up as of late is Disney. Yeah. Uh, my soul, the things that they have been pushing here the last several years. Yes. But the last few months they have absolutely thrown down, laid down all their cards and let every parent know what they stand for. And, uh, they say it's for the children. They say they love children, but in reality, Disney hates children. They want to indoctrinate them with, with evil and perversion. And so it goes back to what we talked about earlier. At what point does the Christian say, wow, I've, I've gone to Disney world several times. I do this every year. I spend thousands of dollars there, but no more. Where is that line? If you don't stop now, I don't think you'll ever stop. Yeah. And you you remember back when I I don't remember who started it, but there was a big call to boycott Disney. You know, we're going to boycott Disney. SBC 1995. Yeah. 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 You and I are not saying boycott Disney. uh, But what we're saying is, Christian, you need to make some serious decisions about where you spend your time and more importantly, where you spend your money and what your kids are going to watch. Right. You know, I'm not saying Mickey Mouse is evil. Right. But we've come a long ways from Bambi and Lady and the Tramp. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty much Tramp and Tramp, which is kind of <laughs> yeah. like the, the post I put on Facebook the uh, yesterday morning. Yeah, let me read that post. Uh, it's, it's going viral for you, man. Well, it, yeah, but it's so much truth. shares is viral if you're a hillbilly with little <laughs> internet presence. This is what you said about the... Uh, about the Oscars with uh, Will Smith and Chris Rock and their spat that they had on national television. Siding with a right celebrity in a Hollywood drama is about like deciding which side of the toilet bowl is best to drink from. Yeah. It's pretty good. Pretty good. If you good. watch the whole clip, though, Wade, everybody was talking about how great it was that Will Smith stood up for his wife with, you know, whatever, whatever medical problem she has and wasn't going to let it be a joke. But then he turns around and drops two F-bombs and yeah. talking back to Chris Rock, who Chris Rock is notorious for a filthy mouth and, sure. and just lewd jokes. Right, right. And so you're talking about two people here that have none of your values, and you're going to tell your daughter this is the kind of man you want standing up for you when he and his wife are in an open relationship where they sleep with multiple partners and re- remain married? Yeah, yeah. This is still the same cesspool. It's still the same. It's the same toilet. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's so, so stupid how, uh, hypocritical really that the whole scenario was with, with Will Smith and Chris Rock. And a lot of people thought it was, um, staged and I did at first, but when I watched it over and over again, I'm like, no, there's no way it was staged. It was real. He slapped the fool out of that guy. But Here's the thing. It benefited both of them financially. It benefited both of them and their work. It, they both now have, I mean, in Hollywood, no publicity is bad publicity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw a statistic where Chris rocks on a comedy tour. You know, he's a comedian uh, on top of being an actor, 
Tickets for his comedy show averaged $41 prior to this slap. They're now near $350 on average. Yeah, I saw I saw that this morning that uh, some of the tickets, the last remaining tickets were going over $1,000. Yeah. Crazy. So, yeah, it, it did make his... Uh, Let's let's go back to the Disney thing. Do you know who keeps Disney in business when school's in session? Homeschoolers. Huh. They prefer yeah. to go to Disney World in what is called the off season when everybody else is in school. Hmm. The large majority of homeschoolers are homeschooling for Christian moral principles. And they want to go and see Laugh uh, Goofy and, and Donald Duck, and they want to go and see yeah. Mickey Mouse, but they don't realize when they vacation there for a week and, and eat there for a week and buy souvenirs for a week, they're pumping thousands of dollars into a system that I believe, is, as you pointed out on, on social media the other day, has now got a bisexual kid mm-hmm. hosting, the, what was it, the Owl, Owl Tree, Owl Club? Yeah, I don't, I don't recall, but it's, but why would you spend money in Disney world? And look, as a kid, I grew up, I've been to Disney world twice. I've been to Epcot center. I've been to planet Hollywood. I've been to universal studios, both in Hollywood and in Florida. I've been to Disneyland, but I don't go back. Yeah. Right. And I'm not saying you have to boycott. I'm just saying, are you fascinated with some things that you probably shouldn't be as a Christian? I mean, that I just want sure, people to think sure. seriously about this. Yeah. I'm not saying you're the devil or you've sinned if you've gone there, but wh- why are you so fascinated with these yeah, things? Yeah, and, and what are you fascinated about? Is it entertainment? Is entertainment to you so addicting that it doesn't matter what um, the headquarters of entertainment offer you? You're going to uh, pay for entertainment? Uh, there, there is something there that America has in its uh, affluency. It, it, we've become addicted to entertainment, so yes. it, it it may be very wise to think of alternatives. Would, would Six Flags suffice your children? Would <laughs> yeah. Silver Dollar City suffice your children if you live close to Branson, Missouri? Um, let, let me oh. tell you. I'll just let's do a confession so people don't think that we're better than them. And I'm just trying to point out your flaws without my own. I used to be heavily, heavily involved, following along, knew all the storylines of the UFC, the Ultimate Fighting Championship. I have followed the UFC since I first started watching them on VHS tape when you couldn't see them on regular television. We had to wait for the the movie rental place to get a new VHS tape to watch the latest ultimate fighting championship. So, I mean, this goes back to the nineties, but as things went on, I realized these fighters are some of the most immoral God hating, just blasphemous people. And this system is ran by some of the most godless people that operate, you know, extreme gambling and entertainment in Vegas. That's where they're based out of. Wow. And I started looking, every time I pay to watch one of these fights, I'm sending $49 to a group of people for entertainment. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying it's wrong for you to do it, but it became convicting to me that I was like, Harold, there's nothing wrong with the UFC in and of itself, but I have an unhealthy fascination with it. Yeah. If I don't get to watch the fight, I'm getting up early Sunday morning before I prepare my sermon. And I'm wanting to see who won the fight. I'm wanting to see if he got knocked out. I'm, and yeah, I'm wasting was, was too much time broke. and money. Yeah, I mean, I used to have shirts. I used to wear their their gear. I'm funding a group of people for purely entertainment reasons that right. do not share my values. Sure, sure. 
there's no doubt that entertainment itself is a, is a very addicting. And, you know, these, uh, these folks know that. And they know, especially Disney, know that if you're going to shape a world, you have to shape the children. It's like the proverb says, uh, uh, as the twig is bent, so as it will grow uh, type mentality. And you ha- you have to be wise on that. You have to understand what they're trying to do and, and really what they're doing for the most part. Um, so Speaking that's of- that's two. We, we've talked about Hollywood. We've talked about Disney very briefly. We could talk a lot more about those those two things. What else? Speaking of kids, you want to just go ahead and lay the axe at the root of the tree and tip over the sacred cow while everybody's already mad at us? I'm not sure what, what you... What you're talking about, man? Let's talk about Little League and see if there's an unhealthy fascination with a five-year-old playing softball or t-ball. Yes. Yeah. I I, I mean, I've thought about this, and I've seen it go on for a long time, and I don't berate people for doing it. I grew up playing Little League baseball. You probably did, too, at some point in time, baseball, football, basketball, something. When I was a kid, nearly every kid played some form of sports. But when I was a kid, we practiced on Tuesday nights, and we played on Thursday nights. Sometimes we would play on Saturdays, but that was it. Right. We'd have a tournament at the end of our season. It would start Thursday or Friday and go through Saturday, and the season was over, and we were done with sports. That's not the way Little League works today. They practice three days a week, play two days a week, and then you have travel ball mm-hmm. where the best of these kids get on teams, and every weekend they're out of town playing ball. Yes, yeah, it's you crazy. You throw together three or four siblings that are involved in this, you're living your life at a sports complex for little league mm-hmm. baseball or soccer or whatever. Right. That has become an unhealthy fascination for a lot of parents and a lot yes. of kids. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm like you. I did play baseball up until I was about 15 years old. And, uh, yeah, we, we did not play typically on any Sunday. I mean, there was never, uh, even the option to play on Sunday. It was always, practice during the week and then you play during the week but now uh there is the travel ball where uh these parents will take children all over the the south wherever they live and play ball and not only for baseball but softball basketball you name it they have this uh this real big travel league that that that's that's an option to them and coaches are especially high school coaches really want the parents to, to get their children involved because it causes them to be better uh, athletes. Right. The more, the more you play. So, but my soul, man, yeah. What an addicting thing uh, that, that we have seen as, uh, as pastors for church members to, to get involved into this and, and you see it, they're drifting away from the church They're drifting away and it's just, it's not healthy at all. Well, here's, here's the here's the hard part of that. And and when you tell someone, hey, look, you have an unhealthy fascination with your 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 12 year old daughter playing softball. You know, you're missing church. Here's the pushback you're going to hear. Well, I, I'm going to put my family before the church. Mm. That's what you always hear. Well, my family comes first. Well, let yeah. me ask you a question. What about your family has to include softball? Right. And the answer is nothing. That's an elective that you've chosen to do. Now, what about your family includes church? 
because the Bible says that Christians are together together. When the saints gather, we're expected to worship the Lord together. As Christians, we have a mandate from God that we meet with the saints. We take that so serious that we're willing to be lowered into a lion's den to worship our God as prescribed. We're willing right. to be thrown into a fiery furnace. We're willing to be put into an arena and be 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 killed by wild beasts and gladiators. We're willing to risk a COVID virus and our own death by lung disease in order to meet. Mm-hmm. And then when we tell our kids, oh, no, for the next three months, softball's more important. You haven't put your family first. You've put God last. Yeah, yeah, right. And yeah. you, you can't make this if you elect to go do something. Let's just Let's just flip it around. I like to hunt and fish. What if I take off all of hunting season and take my family hunting? Mm-hmm. Would you say that I was putting my family first or hunting first? You'd right. say you're putting your hunting first. Well, so it's true with you who puts softball and call it family. And I'll just be honest. If your idea of family time is sitting at a sports complex with 20 other families, that's not family time. When right. you gather at church with 20 other families, you have one thing in common, the Lord Jesus Christ. When you gather at a sports complex, you have one thing in common, a ball. Yeah. At church, you're going to be surrounded by people who have your biblical views. At a ball field, you're going to be surrounded by all sorts of unruly parents with unhealthy fascinations, with unhealthy addictions. This is not a holy place to raise your kids for a summer. But Harold, I mean, isn't it team sports builds character, yeah, right? It, it I does. Mean, so my, my rebuttal to that, I've heard that before, but it builds character. Well, hold on a second. You're telling me that some of the best people in the world are pro athletes yeah. who are addicted to drugs or, or, um, or even college, for, even college yeah, athletes. Yeah. I mean, th- there's some of the worst. It builds character. Okay. <laughs> that doesn't fly. Well, what builds character more than a sports team is a mom and dad that says, here's what our family's willing to do. And here's what it's not willing to do. And we're mm-hmm. not going to play baseball on a Wednesday night. We're not going to play basketball on a Wednesday night. Our kids will be on the team and they'll play along these lines. Right. We're not going to be in a tournament on Sunday mm-hmm. and you have to put those things down. And you say, well, that, that hurts my child. No, that establishes within your child what really builds character. It's a mom and a dad that have the Lord Jesus Christ first in their heart. That spills over into their family, and they don't have this unhealthy fascination with kids hitting a ball and running around a diamond Mm -hmm. for, what, 10 years? Most of these kids are not going to college, and even if they went to college on a sports scholarship, if you took the amount of time you set at a ball diamond and you worked, you could pay to put your kids to an Ivy League school. Yeah, true. So it just doesn't add up, but Christians have justified it by twisting their, their unhealthy fascination and trying to make it about family. You can say the same for Disney. You can say the same for taking your family to the movies or whatever it is. Don't put your family in there where it doesn't belong, mm-hmm. put the church where it belongs, put your relationship to the Lord and your requirement to support the saints, to, to weep with them, to rejoice with them, to bear and share their burdens. That's where your family needs to be centered around. And all of these things fit in after that's taken care of. Yes. I don't he, need to get preachy, but I'm not apologizing. No, either. man. Are you going to take a love offering? 
<laughs> well, it's just you and I, so I wouldn't get much. No, but the truth is, it's something that you need to think about, and it's this applies to Christians and who who play sports or their family kids play sports or Hollywood or Disney is that your heart or your feet rather will go where your heart is bent. And the re why, why do you stay out of church to play ball? Well, because your heart's not there. Your heart's out on the ball field. That's your love. That's your fascination. And here's the thing about American Americans. And especially as we talk about Christians in America, it's not that you're not fascinated about things. It's not that you don't have your heart into things. It's that for the most part, you have you have your fascination in the wrong things. You have your heart and your desire and your longing in the wrong things. And uh, we look at our country. We, we, we look at it's in shambles. Uh, we can just easily say that. And we look at the Christians who just keep going along the same path, we're we're just asking you to evaluate that path and evaluate your heart and evaluate those fascinations that you have. And, and I want to be real clear. It's not a sin for your kids to play Little League. Right. It's not a sin for you to go watch a movie. It's not a sin for you to buy your kids a Mickey Mouse. But you have to ask yourself, is it a sin for me to be this involved mm-hmm. at the point that these things are suffering? Yes. Just like with me in the UFC, it's not a sin to watch the UFC. And I still follow it to some degree, mm-hmm. but I'm nowhere near as involved and intertwined and keeping up with who's winning, who's losing the next matchup. It's unhealthy. And right. I, I think right. we all need to do that, myself yes. included. Yes. And I just think what's evident from this week is that people have an unhealthy fascination with Hollywood mm-hmm. and sure. Disney. And since it's getting warm, every ball field has people on it. As soon as school lets out till near midnight, they're still practicing. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So, yeah, and if if Christians would just stand and say, you know what, my my child is not going to play on Sundays. We're going to be in church. They would have no the, the leagues would have no alternative but to change the schedule. But yeah. Christians just again they choose the ball field because that's well, they what they're fascinated it. with. They justify it as family time, and like you said. Yeah. Builds right. character, you know, I'm doing something good for my children. And actually you're not right. You're teaching them that there are things that are more important than church. Yes. And it's, it's not family. Family is more important than church, but going to the ball field's not family. Right. So right. I, I think we've beat a dead horse pretty good today. What about, what do you think, Wade? I think so. I'm just glad you didn't say that we had an unhealthy fascination with food. Yeah. No kidding. I, I was going to just back out on that one well uh, you know if it makes you feel any better i've eaten chicken all week no pork no beef just chicken all right great great it's making me appreciate beef and pork now that i've just eaten chicken for five straight days (laughs) that's funny (laughs) well i want to thank everybody for joining in if you made it this far in the broadcast it may be just be because you're trying to find our addresses so you can send us hate mail and that's okay. We'll take it. But our prayer is not just to make you mad or criticize you or single you out. We have no single person in mind for anything that you and I have said, Wade, we just look at Christianity at large. We see some unhealthy fascinations and we're, we're wanting to address them for the betterment of the Lord's church. We want you to have a better walk with the Lord And uh, we pray that if you've been guilty of this, maybe the Lord would use this podcast to convict you of that and that you would draw closer to him and in return, have a deeper and better relationship with the Lord. 
So on behalf of Wade and myself, thanks for tuning in to the Patriot Pastors podcast.